Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello, queens. Let's do this. Let's dig in and dive in today. So it has been brought to my attention that oftentimes when I ask the question of what is your why, there's usually a blank look or I get a surface answer. And I'm going to dig in with you today to help you get really to the heart center of your why. Because here's the thing, if you don't have a strong why in your life, of why you would want to change your life, why you're going to do the things that you're going to do, you are going to derail your train. And that is just part of life. That is our human nature. Have you ever had where you had like a vision, you had a dream, you had a goal, and you're like, I'm going to do this. And the next thing that you know, you're nowhere even close or near doing any of the things that you thought you would be doing. You had the list you had the details that you wanted to do, but yet somehow you lost your way along the way, which is also why it's really important to have a life coach in your corner. Hello. That is what I do is keep you on track. And that is why I have people that help keep me on track because I derail my train all the time. And I have smashed it several times into brick walls because of just it can either be several different reasons. It can be a self-sabotage. It can be, you know, life got chaotic, crazy. I lost my vision. Um, it can be all the different things, limiting beliefs. That's not where I'm going with it today. I want to really help you connect to your why. And really also the other thing that brought this up for me was I also have a coach, a business coach. Well, I have several different you know, because to keep my whole zoo intact, it takes a whole army. And I am so thankful. Like God has blessed me with so many incredible humans in my life. And like I was talking with my daughter the other day and we were talking about having friends. And I said, you know, the crazy part is I have friends across the world in other countries because of what I do, I have now connected with humans all across the board, which I freaking love. Um, and it's just amazing because you need all different types of dynamics. Like I have a team of people that help me in my life. It's like, you don't have a kitchen table without the legs. Like you need the legs to hold the kitchen table and the chairs to make the whole set. Well, it also is going to take having people in your life to create the life that you know God is calling you to create. And a little fun fact, it's really not about you anyways. It's about, you know, it's about shedding all the things that have been conditioned on you and getting to the core of who God calls you to be. And in that process, that is never going to happen by yourself. Yes, I see you peeps that love to self-isolate. I, I see you peeps that are like, oh, I got this. I can do this. I'll hold myself accountable. 
Yes, we all come out of the gate running with great intentions, you know, and then God sits you on your butt and reminds you that you are created for community and connection and to do things together. And it's so much fun when you do things together. So now that I've gone on a little tangent of, you know, allowing people in your corner, and I also want to say Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for being here. And if you are listening to my podcast for the first time, then please visit me on Instagram and send me a message. I would love to connect with you um, because I have a lot of listeners on here who I know that I haven't actually connected with. And I just, yeah, I love... I love having friends. I love talking to people. Believe me, my kids get annoyed. I go to the airport. I travel a lot in my life. I can freaking go to the grocery store and I will strike up conversation with people. It is just naturally who I am as a person. I can thank my beloved mother for that because she would drive me crazy when I was growing up because she would talk to everybody. And the thing is, is like people feel you and they can see you and they know and they feel your energy. And if you're an open person with a popping personality, people are just going to talk to you because, you know, talk about anything in life and ask people about themselves and you just created yourself a whole conversation. And I just went off on a tangent and didn't even... Um, I'm not even talking about your why, but anyways, so I'm going to share a little bit of the story of really what got me to my why. And when my coach asked me the other day, she's like, what is your why? And I immediately burst into tears. And when that happened, it was like such a beautiful moment for me. And it was so deep and it was so raw and it was so real because fun fact for years, because I used to do network marketing. And if you've ever been in the network marketing industry, they will ask you, what's your why? And I was like, what do you mean? What is my why? Like, because I want to. And they're like, if your why doesn't make you cry, it's not a strong enough why. And I was like, that is so cliche, like stop. But I knew, like I knew in my spirit, there was a truth to it. And I just really didn't know how to get to my why, because I was just like, I just know that there's something bigger for me in life. I know God has a bigger calling in my life. I know that I'm meant for more, but I don't really know why I want to do this. Well, the thing is, is I didn't understand myself deep enough. I didn't know myself good enough. And I, to even know how to navigate to get to the heart center of my why I knew it was because of my kids, but I was like, there's gotta be something deeper. So when she asked me this question the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, like I remember navigating through this with a different coach that I had at the time of my why. And now when you ask me, I will automatically get all emotional. And it's the very thing that drives me on the days where I'm like, you know what? I'm just not sure if this is even going to work. This is crazy. Am I losing my mind? Am I sure that I can do this? Because you know, when God takes you to those next levels, but my, my why is like tattooed on my heart. It flows through my body. It is implanted It is part of my DNA. You cannot take it away. It is there. It is the very thing that will navigate the things that I do. It is the very thing that when self-doubt comes up and it will, and those thought patterns come up that I tap into my why. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, not today, Satan, not today. We ain't got time for this. Let's go. So, um, my, my pivoting, and I've also, so I'm going to kind of 
find this because I've also been asked this question quite often is what made you really decide to do something different with your life? And I will never forget this moment. It is, it was a life altering moment that I made a choice that is stuck to my brain, to my memory, in my body. Every part of me can still remember this moment. Um, and it was such a beautiful blessing in the middle of such a traumatic event. So almost five years ago, I was on my way to work and I was just la la loopsie, minding my own business. I had literally six months prior brought, bought, I always had a, a dream of buying my own truck. And so I had found this black Chevy lifted truck. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was everything that I ever wanted. I had made a, I worked really hard, made a huge down payment, went and bought this truck. It was like, you know, when they say boys in their toys, this was like totally my toy. Like it was so purty. Um, it was just, yeah, I, I treated it like a baby. Like I would wash it. I would dry wipe it because if it's black, you can see the spots on it. And so I had it for like a half year and I was going to work and I was just driving down the road and uh, it was like a main road. It wasn't the freeway, but it was definitely a main road. And on this road, there was roads that crossed over. There was back roads that crossed over. And all of a sudden out of this, the corner of my eye, I saw it. And there was a car that came and, um, from the side road, but I had just passed, but apparently not passed enough. And he hit me and my whole truck went airborne, flipped across the road, down into the ditch, just missed the telephone pole and just missed the tree. And there was on the opposite direction, there was um, chief fire department guy coming, driving down, and he saw the whole thing happen. Um, when my truck finally stopped, which felt like an eternity because, you know, did the whole flipping thing and then sliding down the ditch. Um, I obviously was ready to fly out of this truck immediately and do whatever I could because that's your human reaction. Your adrenal kicks in, you could walk with, that's why you see people coming out of an accident. Um, they can have half a leg hanging and they will be walking and not even know they're hurt. And I understand that now because your adrenal, so incredible how God creates you to keep you alive. And your adrenal is so high. I could have climbed the mountains and nobody, like I wouldn't have even blinked in that moment. Um, and so he came over and I was like screaming. I couldn't find my phone. I was like, get me out of here. And he was like, just hold still. And I'm like, just get me out of here. Cause I couldn't open my doors or anything. I didn't even know really which, what was up and was down. I never lost conscious. I wasn't hurt that I knew of at that time, which I, I wasn't, but that's the part that's coming. And, um, so finally got my phone called. Well, he had already called 911, but let my family know. And so waiting for like, finally they come, 911, like the ambulance comes and he's like, can you move? And I'm like, I've been moving this whole time. Like, just get me out of here. Like my whole truck is like flipped upside down. So <laughs> like 
just get me out of here. But it's flipped upside down to the to the extent that like I have to crawl up and out of my truck. And so he's like, is this how you got in this accident? And um, I just looked at him and I'm like, just get me out of here. And he's like, I know I'm just joking. Like, this isn't the way that I, he's like bad sense of humor. And I'm like, I don't really care what you say. Um, just get me out of here. So crawled out of the truck. They took me in the ambulance and the guy, um, in the ambulance is like checking. And he's like, I got to check you for your seatbelt. And I have one thing on my brain and that is you are not taking me to the hospital. I like there, the only way you will take me to the hospital is if you literally knock me out because I had so many traumatic experiences with my mom growing up where we would take her to the hospital. And the next thing I knew, like things were spiraling out of control. Her health issues were like, it was always just a traumatic event. So all I could think about was I'm not going to the hospital. You can't put me in a hospital bed. I'm not staying there. I'm fine. I kept saying to him, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I, I was like, I don't, I, I just want to go home. I don't need anything. And if you know anything about me, like I can be stubborn. Like there is you, when I get something in my mind, you're not going to stop me. And so he looked at me and he goes, well, I do want to check you for the seatbelt mark. He's like, everybody pretty much gets a seatbelt seatbelt mark. And, um, he's like, I just got to make sure that you're not, he's like, I know you physically seem fine right now, but a lot of times there's internal things that are going on that we can't see. And so he checks me, pull my shirt back and he just looks at me and he's like, you don't even have a mark on you. He looked at me and he goes, you realize that from the markings that they just did on this scene of the accident. And from what we can clock, you were in a hundred mile per hour collision and there is not a mark on you. And I couldn't comprehend the information. I just kind of sat there stunned and I just looked at him. I had no words. And so I had to go in, sit in the trooper car and I had to give, you know, my report, what was happening. And I'm sitting there in the shock of it all. Like my truck was obviously totaled, but that wasn't a big deal to me at the time. I didn't care. Um, and I was sitting there and they're asking me questions and they're pulling my truck out to tow it away. And I'll never forget. I sat there and I just looked at it and I was like, I know that I'm a walking miracle. I know that God has a bigger plan for me. And I know that I will never go back to the person I was before this. And I know now that I am going to do something different with my life. I don't care how afraid I am. I don't care what I have to go through, but I just got a second chance at life and I'm going to make it count because I was supposed to be taken out, but God's grace came in and his protection. And I'm sure my guardian angels had huge meltdowns that day. I'm not even sure if I have the same guardian angels to this day because, you know, um, if you know the life that I live currently, it's very adventurous. And so my guardian angels, I'm sure I wear them out on the daily. So um, it was one of those moments that cracked me open within so deep and so wide and just shattered everything on the inside of me. I felt so lost. I felt like I was confused. I felt like everything was a blur. Because what had been important in my life was no longer important. And so 
And that moment when I made that decision, like I knew, you know, when you know deep within deep inside of yourself that something has now shifted, something has changed and there's no turning back. You can't unknow now what you know. And it was like the veil was torn and I was like, basically I just skipped out of death and it was like a slap in the, like taking cold water and taking the bucket and pouring it in my face, like whoosh, being like, oh my gosh, I now see it. I did go the next day, went to a whole bunch of doctor's appointments, um, went and got everything checked out from head to toe because just because I decided I is probably best for my family just because my family was on edge because they're like, what if, you know, what if something is going on? And I had like a slight concussion. And then there was in the back, in my back, there was bruising that I need chiropractic treatments for, but like, it was nothing to think. And it was like a repeat that whole day and the next day, because I had multiple appointments of the doctors would look at my reports and the reaction was the same reaction every time. <laughs> like it, I would always know it was coming. They would read my report because they had the crash report that I had to take in and they would like read. And then the jaw would like, you know, mouth dropping moment. And then they would look at me and they're like, how are you alive? How are you here? You know, so, you know, some people never walk out of something like this or they are injured for the rest of their life. And I'm like, do you know God? And all of them were like, yeah. I said, that's the only explanation that I have. And they're like, God has a big plan for you. And this was like on repeat. So it was like confirmation that I had experienced sitting in that state trooper car. So I would like to say, you know, life was happily ever after in that moment. And I changed my life and ta-da, here I am. No, that was not, that is not at all what happened. That was just the, be <laughs> the beginning of a journey of like unraveling and unleashing and unlearning and undoing all the ways that I have been conditioned. And this is why having a why is so important in your life because you will revert back to ways that have been familiar to you, the ways that you have done things your whole life, even though it might not be why you like, it might not be the result that you want it to be, but it's familiar. You feel the biggest root cause of that is control because it feels in control. So have you ever seen somebody like repeat toxic relationship cycles? That's why, or somebody just remain in a job that they hate that's why. Or if they like remain, like say they want to move or, you know, they want to become financially free or they want to grow in whatever area that it is. And even if you don't know the area that they're wanting to grow, but you just see them or you know them and you're like, why do you keep doing this? It's because they're literally just doing what's familiar to them and they don't have the tools or the know-how of how to create something different because it's not only your mindset, but it's also your nervous system. And the two of those connecting to create a shift and it's releasing the thought patterns and all the things. So when you have a why, that's like the center point and you come back to that as a reminder of why you're doing what you're doing. And my why 
is my kids. And I'm going to get emotional on here saying it, but I'm going to say it. Um, my why is because when I went through, like I knew, and this was part of like, there was a gap of when I was in the accident and when I went through my divorce. So I was in that time, like struggling to find my why. And this is why the storms of life can actually clear shit out and create something bigger for you. And when I went through my divorce, I remember looking at my three kids and making a solid choice again that they deserve something bigger. They deserve something better. They deserve a mother that's going to show them that they can do something different in their life. Like just because their parents went through a divorce and just because we came from, I don't want to say nothing, but, you know, growing up Amish and having like having limiting things in your life. I was like, I get to be the one that shows my kids something different. I get to be the one that breaks the generational chains. I get to be the one by example to show them that they are capable of something more. And the only way that is going to happen is by me. And it's not going to be by what I say to them. It's going to be by who I am and what I do. Because your kids, as we know, will watch. You can talk all day long, but if you ain't walking the talk, your kids will kick your booty harder than anybody else ever will. And so that is three-fourths of my why. And the other fourth of my why is because I know what it was like to feel so broken and to feel so in the depths of the darkest, deepest parts of my life where I didn't want to live anymore. Like I did go through a season where I literally didn't want to live anymore. I prayed for God to take me out and I felt so hopeless. I felt at such a rock bottom. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my identity. I didn't know where to even start. I felt so alone and isolated. And after I had gotten in the accident, I had started the journey of personal development. And I went on that journey by myself. I had a girlfriend. She's my best friend, one of my best friends who helped me with it. She was in it too. Her and her husband were take, were on the same path, but we lived in different states. So where I was from, I was the only one that was on the path. And I felt like I was losing my mind because all of a sudden, everything that I thought was the truth in me was no longer a truth. I was questioning everything. I was like, well, I don't know. Like, is this like, I don't like, is this actually true about me? Is this actually true about life? I kind of went through like this whole crisis because, and that's a lot of times why people will avoid healing altogether in itself, because what happens is you're unlearning everything that you've learned. You're like, um, peeling back the layers of conditioning and it's, it's deep and it's, it can be intense. And I'm now on the side of it where it's fun. And I do have days that it's very intense and it's very deep because I am a person that can feel shit to the deepest level. And I'm like, some days I'm like, Lord, this is why I didn't feel for most of my life. Like my coping mechanism was working. And now to feel sometimes can feel so intense 
that it's just so much, but it's so worth it because when my mom passed away, I had made a promise to myself that I would allow myself to experience life at a greater and a deeper level. And I would live in from a place where I would allow myself also to feel and to open my heart up. And with that, wow, Zooey mama, let's just say that came with some major growth this past year, but it wasn't the growth that I had in the beginning of my whole personal development journey. So in that being said of getting to the other fourth of my why was, um, I know that I know that I know that I know that I am made to help other women come home to the woman that God created them to be. Cause that's been the very journey that I have had. And I want to give that to other women. I want to give them what I had to search the world for literally had to travel the world for, cause it wasn't something that was in the area that I am. Um, I went down many bunny rabbit trails. I listened, I began to read books and then I began to listen to podcasts. And then I, um, on Instagram started following people. And then I reached out to a girl and started talking to her. And so, you know, got connected with her and then went to her, one of her events. And then from that, I connected with one of my coaches and then my coach had several different events. And then I connected with different women and then I traveled to some of their stuff and it became this whole like dynamic and this domino effect. And so that is why I now have friends across the world because of one choice that I made. And that was on Instagram to reach out to a girl that I didn't know her. Like I, I had no idea who she was. I had been following her. I saw her stuff and I was like, you know what? She is teaching things that I need to learn. I want to learn. And it's not like she's going to come running down my bunny rabbit trail. She had like thousands of followers. And so it was like, I need to help myself. And that's the thing is it's learning how to make choices that are going to propel you forward into the life that God has placed on your heart. And so how do you really get to your why? How do you get to the root of why you're going to do something different? So for me and myself, I had been at the time I was I had my cleaning business and I was happy, but I wasn't happy in life. Like I was, I was what you could say living in mediocrity, um, which is actually the devil's playground. And I would highly suggest if that's where you're at to get your ass out of there, it's like, ain't nothing good going to happen there. Um, and mediocrity is actually a place that is also dangerous because why a lot of people stay there is because the discomfort isn't great enough to take you, to propel you, to push you to do something greater. And so the, you, like, you know, you're like, I know that I want something different, but my pain point isn't high enough. And that is where I feel blessed that I hit so many rock bottoms in my life because my pain points became high enough that there wasn't another option. I wasn't going, I wasn't going to settle. And I always joke and say, you know, I was stubborn enough that God had to allow my, me to go to the rock bottoms of the bottoms. Like I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. There was nothing there. Like there was nothing there, but except for me, myself and I, and I was facing all of me and it was not pretty and it was dark and it was lonely and it was scary. And it was, 
it was exhausting and it was frightening. And, but that is what, because from a young age, I had learned how to take my pain and use it to propel me forward, which is a whole nother thing that I also had to end up releasing because you don't want to constantly feel the need to hit a rock bottom in order to change your life. Like that's a whole nother, let it go kind of thing too. However, with that being said, in your why, how to dig into your why is first of all, make a list of what is important to you in your life. Like, okay, say you're looking at your life right now and you're like, for me, I always had the tugging on my spirit that I knew that I was meant for more. I didn't know what I would spend hours searching for my purpose online just to save you time. Don't do it. You don't need to, you don't, you have more than one purpose, but so I always had such a strong tugging, like it was like walking around with a pebble in my shoe and it would never go away. I was like, God, I know that you've made me for more. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to figure it out. I don't know how to discover it. You don't have to know those things. What you have to know is understanding yourself, is understanding what drives you in life, what motivates you, what pushes you, what propels you forward. Is it the idea that you want to show your kids something different? Is it that you want to create a legacy? And why would you want to create a legacy? Because here, see, here's where I'm going to break it down for you, because you simply saying, well, I want to create a legacy is a surface coat answer. It's not an answer that is actually hitting the, the hardcore the soul of who you are. Okay. If you want to create a legacy, well, why do you want to create a legacy? Do you come from nothing? Do you come from a family that lives that had lived in poverty? Was it because you weren't raised in a home where there was security and there was safety, or you didn't feel encouraged? You didn't feel supported. You didn't feel loved. You didn't feel seen. So now you're like, I want to create something different. Um, when is it because of like your kids. And if it's because of your kids, why would you want to give your kids something different? Like that's where, so here's a simple breakdown. I've given this to my clients and I'm going to give it to you. And it works really, really, really well. Take a piece of paper, write down my why, and then write down your first answer. And then ask yourself that question, ask yourself the question off of your answer seven more times, usually like seven more times. Sometimes it only takes five. Usually I start hitting emotions in my clients between the fourth and the fifth answer, but sometimes it takes to the seventh answer. You will know once you hit your why, because it is going to make you cry. Just like they said. Now, if you're sitting here and you're like, it feels blank, it feels disturbing. It feels like, I don't even know where to start. It feels overwhelming. It feels actually suffocating. It feels like I don't even want to look at it because I don't know where to start. The only thing that's going on with that is your lack of clarity. And also it is literally your brain just saying, don't do it because it's not safe because you haven't done it before. That's the only reason you have resistance coming up. And this is where the beauty is of working one-on-one with somebody because they will help you navigate through it. I didn't get to my why by myself. 
my coach walked me through it because I had limiting beliefs that came up that I would always make an excuse for that prevented me to actually getting to the core root. Because here's the thing. Once you actually know your why strong enough that it makes you cry, now it's holding yourself to a certain level of accountability and responsibility. And that was the very thing that I was avoiding. I'm just going to be really raw and real because a core value that I have in my life is and I'm going to do a, a episode on core values because that's another one I've gotten asked of how do I figure out my core values? And I'm going to give you the juicy nuggets. So a core value that I have is freedom. And if I felt something was going to mess with my freedom, I automatically would shut it down. It wasn't that in reality, me finding out my why was going to take away my freedom. It was the weight of another responsibility because I was already so downloaded with so many things in my life that I felt like if I take responsibility for this yet, not consciously was I having these thoughts. Not yeah, It was subconsciously it was going through my mind. So that was what was the driving factor. But I didn't know that. I didn't know the shit show that was going on. I didn't understand that all of that was happening until I worked with my coach and she helped mirror back to me my limiting my beliefs, understanding the deep core of who I am as a person and learning how to navigate my belief system and learning how to navigate with the way that I'm designed, that I know that it's safe for me to actually go this direction, that it's actually going to create more freedom by me doing something in my life that lights my soul on fire. So once I had that, then we could go in and dig in further. I am taking one-on-one clients. I do I do sessions where you can book a session according to how you want to do it, or I do per month, whichever one floats your fancy, wherever you're at in life. But here's also what I'm going to say. If you keep going back and forth of, should I get accountability in my life? Should I have a coach in my life? I don't know if I should invest in myself. Those are all self-sabotaging thoughts because if you want something different, it requires you to do something different. So there is getting to the heart core of your why, but I gave you the tools today of how you can start, how you can begin. And also don't put the pressure on yourself to have the answer in one day. When you ask yourself questions, your mind will automatically look for the answer And okay, sorry about that. Totally just got distracted because my computer went and did something funky. But anyways, your mind will automatically search for the answer. And so you can be driving down the road, you can be doing whatever it is. And all of a sudden you will remember and you'll be like, oh my gosh. So, you know, you have the Holy Spirit in you. God is leading you. He will provide you like Tony Robbins says, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions. If you want a better life, ask yourself better questions. So before I wrap this episode up, I have one more thing that I want to share with you guys. Um, and I'm going to start having it in each of my episodes in the middle of, um, sharing this because it has also been brought to my attention from the ladies. And it's not just the ladies too. Actually, I will say, because I have a job coming up where I'm going to go do this for a guy because he is moving in the corporate world. And he's like, I want a new home, come in and do what you want to do. So I have had my organization business on the back burner for the longest time. And 
We have birthed this baby into life now fully. It is running. It is going. I just came back this last week from Michigan. I was doing a job and we actually um, unraveled more dreams inside of her because when I organize with you, you also get my life coaching skills with it. And we just had an amazing time. I'm actually also going back out in November because we have more projects coming, but I do have my organization business. It doesn't matter where you live. It is traveling. If you are like, I so desperately need somebody to come in and organize my home. Let me know. I love going in organizing homes because here's my why of that, not the why of what makes you cry, but just the why behind of what made me even start this is because, you know, the nerd in me, I'm like, when you live organized, you will actually show up better in life. And so my goal in life is automatically, it doesn't matter if I meet you in save a lot, if I meet you in the bathroom, if I meet you in Walmart, if I meet you in the airport, wherever you and I meet, it can be church, it can be Target, it can be Starbucks, it don't matter. If I meet you in person, I have one thing that is implanted in my brain. And that is automatically for you to have a better life, for you to see yourself in a better light, for you to step into who God called you to be. You might get one sentence out of me in our interaction, because that's what God gave us in that moment. Or it might be me organizing, or it might be life coaching me, life coaching you, whatever it is. But in that being said, when people have their homes organized, they actually can now declutter the fuck out of their brain. Excuse me, but I'm so passionate about this because do you know how often women especially are walking around and they're thinking they have 50 million things to do and they're not doing what is a priority in their life because their plate is so full. Like it's overflowing and it's just running off and not overflowing and running off in a good way. So especially because I've been working with corporate people right now is if you're in the corporate world and you move or they transfer you and you have your home like cozy and you have it decorated and it, everything's in place, you can focus on your work and your family. So, and I also have like, I last year helped my coach when she moved into her house, she was running her business. She could focus on her business and her marriage. She didn't have to worry about getting things in place and putting, doing things. So yes, um, I was going to release the name of my organization business. However, we have hit a slight jolt in it because when I was in Michigan and her and I were talking, and of course we're unraveling all these different ideas faster than you can even blink. And she's like, I don't know. I feel like we should kind of play with the name yet. So I decided I'm still going to talk about it. I'm still going to share about it because I had so many women be like, why did I not know you had an organization business? We all need an organizer. Here you are. If you want and need somebody to organize your home, let me know. Find me on Instagram. I have not created a new page. I'm going to put together a page on Instagram that I will have you go over there and follow. But for right now, because I know this episode is going to come out, just follow me. I mean, just find me at Schrock underscore Leona and message me about the organization. I am getting my duckies in to get together to make it all happen in one beautiful picture. But, you know, I always say take sloppy action, take messy action. And so here's an example. Don't have my duckies in a row. They're coming together, but I'm not going to I'm not going to wait to, to share it until that happens. We start today. So in all of that being said, go get your piece of paper and remember right down like, okay, my thought brain, my brain just collided in thoughts, but just remember this, that you are created for so much more and whatever God is placing in your heart to do, he has already given you what 
he has already given it to you. He's already placed within you what you need to do the things. You are enough. You are loved. You are supported. If you need organization, if you need life coaching, hi, I am here. I'm your girl. And get your piece of paper out and ask yourself, what is my why? And dig in. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.